Thursday, all of our artist friends. Today is a great day because we are recording yet another podcast in our adventures of the Ice Cool Sessions that uh, I, your host, and my co-host, Mr. Where Yet. This is Jess Parrish. Bringing you this ice carving podcast covering more than ice uh, arts in general. And we're taking a, another call across seas today. And I would like to introduce a carver from Poland, currently living in France. Dominika, you can uh, correct me if I'm wrong there, but yeah. I understand you are a, a from Poland and you're now living in France? Yes, exactly. I'm from Poland and now exactly I'm sitting in Paris and uh, drinking some good wine. Very good. Well, cheers to you, Jess. Do you have a drink in hand? Cheers. It's early here, so I got a water. Yes, I do too. Nice. I had a glass of wine with lunch, I'll admit it. I'm not working today. Okay. So well, you need to drink after. Yes. Well, the French paradox, you drink wine, you stay healthier. It's a very good idea. Well, we're really excited to have you on today. And for everyone that listens, this is our fifth podcast. And uh, this evening for Dominica, Jess probably just got done with lunch. I had lunch just a few hours ago. It's eight o'clock. We're just after in France, and we appreciate you taking the night with us. Uh, yeah. we're, we're looking I'm at doing, happy to be here. We're looking at doing the podcast, and you know we've had a few calls out to men and women, only two women so far. We have a list, and uh, you were the first one we reached out to, and we wanted to have uh, you know some more international uh, conversation. I can give you a long list of uh, excellent women. Uh, I, th I think you will be happy. I would love that because we have the idea, you know, of a global communication. Mm. So that would be very, very beneficial. Well, you are the sculptress uh, from Europe, as I will say it. And uh, we've got five or six questions we're going to go through. And some of this will be very organic. And feel free to say and speak uh, your mind about any subject, if not open, uh, in the talk. Yeah, it's for me... Uh as usual, like that. <laughs> so don't worry to ask about anything. I, uh, I'm, I'm answering fast, sometimes too fast. So, Okay, very good. Well, uh, most of our ice artists, we work in all elements. I noticed on reading your, uh, your actual, uh, in your website, that you were once a firewoman too. And I, oh, thought, yeah. well, I have to ask about this because in the elements did you do the ice before the fire no actually fire gave me the road to ice uh, because before i was working uh, as i wrote in many completely abstract and uh, opposite uh, ways and uh, suddenly i was a brand manager in growing corpo about cosmetic which if I can be honest, I hate this job, but I say, okay, it's experience, let's do it. And in one point, uh, one of my uh, bosses uh, who, who have uh, many companies noticed that always when I talk with clients, I do some drawing, I do something from aluminum, from chocolate, constantly, constantly creating. And uh, he proposed me to try with ice because uh, before I have uh, experience with uh, chainsaw and all heavy stuff. 
it was like perfect for me. I dropped the corporal job and uh, catch my chainsaw and stuck with ice, uh, love of my life to the rest of my life, I hope. <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> Jeff? What up? You like that story she's got there? Firewoman to ice sculptress. This Man. is new to me. I, I didn't know that she had any of that fire background, but <clears throat> I will say I do love the story. We've all got a story as how we got into it. This is an interesting uh, approach, and you know, sometimes it just falls into your hands and and or on your lap or opportunity lap, and then it's up to us to, to grab it. And I will say that you know, Dominica and I are, are very good friends. And, We've known each other for several years and been on many projects and uh, I've seen many different mediums, everything from a pencil sketch to the sculpture. And as she said, she's she's all over the place in, in the different mediums. I know this is the Ice Cool podcast. However, especially in times of now, let me give you a quick story. Like I had a great morning. My buddy gave me a piece of, uh, yeah, let me, back it up, uh, a great story about different, working in different mediums right now while, while the ice sculpting is sort of on pause. And uh, so my buddy gave me a, a really beautiful piece of manzanilla wood. And I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, this is a new one. I just, I just got it. And uh, the, the piece the other day, the woman was different, but this manzanilla wood is just gorgeous. So. Um, I, I had to get some supplies today, I have to admit. I had to do some essential shopping. So I wore my mask like a responsible adult and, and I went into public and, and I bought some BioPlus lubricant. Now, everybody don't get too excited. This is for my chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for shop, it was new for them, yeah? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, Anyways, so I got the lubricant for my bar, uh, chainsaw bar, and uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to getting started on that piece of manzanilla, and just like what uh, Dominique was just saying, you know, we're, we're all over the place as, as artists, you know, this is our time to explore uh, different mediums or hone our skills with ice or with anything else. Also, one time I'd like to point out, some of you might be getting a little bit stir crazy, a cabin fever, they call it or whatnot. You know, you might be stuck at home with your loved one, if that's the way you want to look at it. And I just want to remind everybody, and, and it's a reminder to myself that now is a really good time to just look at them in the eye and tell them that you love them. They're, they're getting tired of you too. So... You know, as as we are um, as we are pushing through this whole quarantine and lockdown and everything like that, and everybody's debating and what's best and what medicine and this and one of the most powerful medicines we have is love, and the vehicle to which that love is delivered are relationships, and um, I guess I'm trying to bring it back around. And then I'll give you back the floor, Ken. You can get back on it with uh, <clears throat> someone much more interesting like Dominica. But uh, <laughs> Dominica and I, over the years, have developed quite the relationship. And yeah. I, 
I do care about you. I do love you. And I miss you. And I missed you this year. And I want to meet that cute little baby one of these days. And, <laughs> yes, you know, I've heard. I've heard of uh, the little baby just in our messenger talks. What is this sweet baby's name? Oh, it depends. Do you talk to me or to Jess? Because we both have babies. <laughs> oh, very good. See you there. Um, mine is Aretha, and she just walk. Uh, she just go for a walk with uh, my man. He's very nice, and he take care of her. Excellent. So I can just drink wine and spend time with you. <laughs> well, wonderful. Well, tell him thank you. I appreciate him. Uh, actually, you know him. Yes. He said to me to say hi to you. Well, tell and for him you, I'm... that's awesome. <laughs> well, tell him I said hi. I met uh, I met him in Alaska many years ago. Yeah, he said exactly the same. He remember you, excellent. Yes, he was. Uh, we didn't have very good communication, but he was very, uh, very kind in the things he showed me. It did a very, very large piece that year. Very mm -hmm. tall. It was called blah 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 that is, blah blah. Size does matter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember the piece called blah 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 blah? <laughs> Not really. I will yeah. find it in the archives. You will have to ask about it. It was quite the piece. Very tall, and uh, they closed the road that year because of that piece. We'll definitely tell him we said hello. We'll have him on sometime. Big shout out to Sam. Big yes. shout out. And also, let me just put it out there. It's Europe's biggest ice sculpting tool provider. So if you need something on that side of the ocean, you uh, know. I'm a lucky girl. I'm a lucky girl. I have access to all tools. Now you know why I'm with you. <laughs> no, no. He have also a lot of much to offer. So <laughs> tools well, that are just the sprinkles on the top. <laughs> that was leading into a question, which is a good question to throw in there now. Uh, when you had got done talking about how you got into ice, I was going to say, well, now you have a business. And why don't you tell us a little about that, and then we'll move back into the art medium. I want to talk about sand and, and ice further, but you do have a business. And give us a little spoonful yeah. about that. Hmm, uh, about the business thing, uh, much better would be talk with Sam because he's uh, so into it, so passionate, and uh, so professional that I never met anybody like him. It's uh, it's strange, well, but he's so in love in this work that he would uh, answer business thing much better. For me, it's just okay. uh, pure yeah, passion, uh, and money comes after, and they are like um, second uh, second uh, part of it. I know it's not good. I try to change it. It's that why I try to. Uh, get as much projects because they are excellent, excellent opportunity to grow, to explore opportunities, to meet people, specialists. Uh, this is this is crazy. You go on project for two weeks and you, you meet all of these people, which make you feel so small because of their, their skill. And funny part is, they feel similar. Not yes. about me, but. In general, there is always somebody who make them intimate and uh, shy. It doesn't matter if they have 40 years experience or four. It's, it's crazy and beautiful. I've uh, always done ice events for the most part. I've done only a few sand events. And mm -hmm. we talked at length about the sand event uh, 
the biggest sand event I've been to with Greg Batowski on his podcast. And, you know, we did a, about two weeks. It was, I think it was 15 days. And we spent that time in Canada with a great group of international carvers. There were 30 or more of us there. And we stayed in the same hotel, have breakfast together, have lunch together, dinner together, and lots of beers together. Oh, yeah. Lots of beers. Beers connecting people. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. And, and vodka. So so do uh, doner kebabs. Doner kebabs, they connect people too. Is that true? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows about doner kebabs. Doner, doner kebab. Doner kebab. Yeah, just, I have still your photo of eating doner kebab. I said, <laughs> <laughs> doner kebab. Yeah. Oh. Tell me yeah, what, from Dresden. Tell me about those. What are those? Uh, doner's kebab. Mm hmm. This is kind of, uh, I was thinking that you have it there. It's kind of a meat technically from, uh, I think it's beef, sometimes it's chicken, sometimes it's goat. Yeah. You never know. And they, there is something magical because when you go to donor, it means that you're drunk and very hungry. And when you're drunk and very hungry, it's like perfect time for connecting with people. <laughs> and I have beautiful photo of just eating uh, donor kebab in most poetic way with so much happiness in eye. Well, you send, well, you send it's in my favorite catalog. You must send that photo to me. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe I will try even now. Okay, uh, just so you allow me. Of course. Yeah, Having a so those, are, those are some of my best memories. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Having a few drinks. There's different types of Polish vodka. I know this. Jess knows this. I know you know this being from Poland. What would be your favorite Polish vodka? Uh, for spending time with Carver's Soplica, definitely. It's so easy to drink and everybody loves it and everybody say, where is Soplica? In, in one point, uh, in one event, people call me Soplica girl. <laughs> well, I remember that when I visit, I will say, okay, it's time. <laughs> what about Zabrówka? Ah, Zabrówka is nice, but uh, if you drink too much Zabrówka, you finish with Zubrówka for some days. It's kind of a small divorce. <laughs> you cannot watch it after. You need to have a break. Well, you but, and Jeff uh, have been on, on some projects together. You've done ice projects and you've done sand projects. Now, yeah, when you did exactly. ice projects together, what ice projects can you tell me about that you've been to? Uh, for sure, Dresden, yes, Jess? And uh, what more? Dresden. Two, two years or one year, I don't remember. I've done Dresden twice. And then what was the one in between? I can't, can't recall. Yeah. Well, you also mentioned sand. Did you do sand in the same location? I'm not no. Sure. Yeah, no, the, no. The, the sand was in bins. And uh, it's actually on the. Baltic Sea. Were you on the Bins project? And then what was the one that was right by the uh, Poland-Germany border? Do you remember? Uh, Uzedom, Uzedom, yeah. Uzedom, yeah. And yeah. Those that, nice. that project for sure we were, we were working together. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a couple, couple ice projects, a couple sand projects. Uh, we 
were both super lucky. I, I, I count myself as extremely lucky uh, being one of the two Americans that, that get invited to these projects. Um, and, and also Dominika, I mean, big shout out to the Polish team that comes in before and you know, they've got a, they've got a crew of workers there, guys that and gals that um, they come in before the Germans and the Polish, they, they do all of the hard work, basically all the prepping, all the stacking, they build the building. These people, they literally start with nothing but power, water, and a parking lot. They can do the rest from the ground up. And so very diversified skill set. And then it's, uh, it's inspiring to me uh, to, to see like this sort of teamwork and the achievement that they're able to accomplish. And then, and then they step back for a second and then we go crazy as the artists with the, the art part. And then we step back and then they come back in they run the drapes and the lighting. By the way, big, big shout out to the artistic director for this team, uh, Martin Zoit. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but he's a, he's a grouchy old, big old teddy bear. That's all he is. He, oh. he, 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 thinks, he, he pretends like he's a grump, but he's not. He's a big old teddy bear. He also he's a, sweet, he's a sweet grump, you know. He's, he's like, a sweet. Ah, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but at the same time, you know that uh, if if he didn't see something uh, into you, he would never take you. And this is the biggest compliment for me to be reinvited every time. And this is like, okay, I didn't fuck it up. I have a chance again, and I'm again with the biggest uh, stars of sand or ice I know. This is amazing for me, and everything what I have, I I appreciate, and I get from this guy because he gives me first chance. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. If you were to think about your favorite, you know, because we do a lot of traveling, and it could be an ice story uh, if you feel it, sand. But if you had to think and kind of name off, like, what's your favorite story? You know, do you, is there a time that you remember just the team or the piece? Uh, or the moment um, as being your favorite story to tell. There's always a story like, you know, when you've had that fourth beer and you're going to tell someone a story and you're like, well, there was this one time that this all went down. And what, what's your favorite story? Oh, On I the spot, to, I know. I need to think about it because there was so many weird actions, weird stories. Uh, <laughs> This is weird in a good way, but but you know uh, the thing is that I'm from very small village. I was never thinking that I will live in the city next to my village, and here I am in Paris and uh, thinking about so many uh, travel things. It's, it's like wow for me. Jess, you need to start. Sorry, help me with that. <laughs> no, I mean I told Ken. Uh, we we do a little bit of a, a meeting ahead of the interview or conversation. I. I guess I would prefer to call it, but, and I, I said, any of the crazy stories that you may bring up, it's okay with me, but it might embarrass the crap out of me. <laughs> but we, you and I, and, and shout out to our boy Van Gogh, uh, or Evangeli, is that how you say his name, Evangeli? Ivan, Evangeli, Evangeli. Evangeli, Gali, Gali. Evangeli, yeah. Vango, Vango. Vango, yeah, he's, he's our, another one of our partners in crime uh, 
But, you know, there's a lot of the carvers, you know, they'll, they'll work and work and work, um, and then they'll be done. And, you know, it's, a, it's like a regular job as far as it's structured, nine to six, 45-minute lunch, 15-minute breaks. At the end, I, I will. I want to throw this in there. At the end of the work shift every day, Martin brings in a crate of beer or two, depending on the size of the team. And uh, we all stand in the freezer after being in the freezer all day and drink a pint of beer and cheers and, you know, cheers one another. Because, like, this was also... And almost like, nobody go out. It's still no. the same temperature. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> stays there. <laughs> yeah, they stay in the freezer after I've been there the whole day. And, you know, I want to go back to what, what she was saying about that group. <laughs> that it's made me feel also and it sounds like similar experience and you know there there are master carvers there and when you get there it's not a competition everybody gets fed the same everybody gets housed the same everybody uh, gets paid the same and but to be a part of that sort of energy and and that kind of collaboration and it's not a competition but it's a competition within yourself it, you really you really will see these artists like she said that are that have, they have 40 years of experience and that they're like so amazing but yet there's still a bit there's a bit of this i don't want to call it insecurity but a bit of this self-driven burning desire to even be better you know like we talked about last week with greg with Janichi and whatnot it's like i mean these guys are, and gals are there's many women on this team which i love and they are pushing they're pushing the bar you know this is amazing yeah for me this, yeah. Is, this is the most amazing thing there there is a lot of women and they give um, i have a lot of discussion about this so this is a very open subject for me but uh, make it in short, they give special energy and special vibe for any kind of uh, experience uh, in art and uh, completely different of seeing. This is super nice. I like having you on this podcast because I, while I was a chef, to give you a small background, not only have I been an ice carver, but I was a chef for all my existence, really, since I was 14 years old. I stepped into a professional kitchen. And one thing I did after culinary school is I always tried to bring women up with me. So I was always having, you know, if I had two sous chefs, they might both be women at the time. But, you know, I always included women very highly. In the last job I had, I had women sous chefs come up. And I was always trying to say, you have to break these glass ceilings. You have to do things that women don't get to do or are not getting let to do. And you need, so you being an artist, being a woman in a sculpting field, I agree when I'm at the international events, I see a lot more women and I think that they bring a different caliber to the field. And I agree with what you said about the tone can be uh, different. And so, you know, I, I I'm, congratulate you and being at where you're at with this and continue because it empowers other women. I have two daughters and I'll tell them about you when I'm off the phone. And when they think about it, it empowers them to think about what they're going to do with their own dreams. Yeah, ex exactly. I have the same feeling. I have my daughter, she has one year now. And from the moment uh, 
I'm, I'm with her and uh, our contact is growing and I see her I all the time thinking about like I am who I am but uh, which kind of uh, future I'm building for her because if I will be weak or unprofessional or something or I will depend only on my man or I will just do light stuff or I will be just pretty or only in kitchen she will be the same and I'm building my future for her by doing something what I wish to her. And th this was uh, one of the big uh, thought and big uh, shock after being parent. And in, in this business, I, of course, I go out for one year. But after I get much more strict with myself, before it was uh, more fluent, I could allow for many things. And now I know that uh, somebody depending on me. Yes, this is true. A dependent, most definitely. Uh, corona virus has set all things back. And am I correct? Did it? Were you on a project just maybe two, three months ago? And yeah, yeah, exactly. I was on project exactly in the moment when it happened, when it started. And this is again huge, huge. Uh, thank you for all organization of this project for all my friends, because I cannot say that they are uh, work only, because uh, it was really time of crisis. A lot of people from many countries stuck in one tent and one hotel, and we didn't know we will go back, we will see our families or not. There will be internet tomorrow, or maybe it will be not, or maybe we will just live in the tent. <laughs> there was so many options. Uh, but organization handle it perfect. I don't see nothing that they can get it better because in one point, in end of the second project, because it was one, one month project, and uh, some people go after his projects, some people uh, uh, finish second project a little bit earlier because uh, things get more complicated, more dangerous for them, and there was also families uh, with babies which is another amazing part of this job and of this project that it's possible even to go with your family there and in one point we were all completely disinformated because we had news from every country different everybody compare how many sick people was where when how did it happen? Uh, everybody have some news like, oh, we need to drink vodka to kill Corona. <laughs> but the other person had, no, it's not working. <laughs> so it was a quite big house. But they handle absolutely everything perfect. And in the end of the project, when uh, borders were closed, and most of our um, workers was from Polish side. But in the same time, uh, we stuck on German side of the project. Uh, they even cook for us because they care about us so much and they book two tickets three tickets for all because it was like uh, okay this is cancel we buy next one this is cancel we search another solution and they really 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 were amazing and I will never forgive what they for, for, for God, what they do for us in this moment Yes, you know, when, when you when you get some apocalyptic uh, time with 
people, it's not people anymore. They are more than friends. Very much agree with you on that. And to be in the position of, I did watch, there was a, a few carvers internationally, wood carvers and other artists that I know that I saw were in other countries and were communicating, you know, I'm looking to get home, but my flight's been canceled. And over a few days time, I think everybody was able to get where they needed to get to, but I'm sure there's somebody or some people somewhere that don't want to be there and haven't yeah. gotten to get the opportunity to get home. And I think all of us can agree that while we're in our homes and that might make us stir crazy, it's uh, so much better than being stuck out in the wide open and not knowing exactly when you're going to get to that home place. So I'm glad that you got home for sure. Uh, actually, I got a big uh, struggling in this moment because um, between projects, there was birthday of my daughter, first year, you know, the first birthday of my little girl. And I, as a mommy, I decided before to go by train to Paris and go back for a second project because there was like three days gap. A little bit crazy, but yes, why not? I'm a mother, I want to be there. And suddenly it was like, no choice, you're staying. And I got like, what? I will be not on the birthday, my little girl. <laughs> but as I say, I met uh, wonderful, wonderful friends there, which uh, helped me to to pass this time somehow and to go back home also. Well, the international traveling from our side of things can be, you know, a little bit obtuse sometimes because we have to, uh, at least going to Canada is, is quite simple and it's, it's easy for us in the States to come into Europe and many countries. We do have, you know, quite the flight per se to get over there. But you're free to get from, you know, like you were in Germany on a, a good day with no coronavirus, you could just, freely go back and forth into Poland, which would be a great yeah. advantage for anyone there on a job because you could enjoy uh, probably better food in Poland and it would cost you a little <laughs> less money. Yeah, but uh, it was not so, so simple, but yes, I, I stayed there because I was thinking, okay, I'm in Germany, so I'm in the border between uh, choosing to Poland to go to my Polish family or to friends, and I have two choices. There was people that they have no choices, so I, it's that why it, it could, uh, it could help me to, to feel good, <laughs> as good as possible in this situation. No, but, uh, China no. being the, the home country with the coronavirus, we all have, you know, lots of carver, sculptor, artist friends uh, from China in the whole Asia continent in its own. Mm -hmm. The uh, area, you've been there, ice competitions, and I'm not sure which one, but looking through some pictures, I thought that's got to be a competition in China or a yeah, yeah, yeah. China. Where did you work out there? Oh, I cannot spell uh, the name of the place, but it was uh, south of China, uh, next to beach. And it's one of these nice, crazy memories uh, we talked before. For example, from this place, I have a memory that... Um, we get uh, on the beach in one moment we stop competition because we work from morning to the evening and a wonderful Muji, <laughs> Muji Muji guy which I adore of all, all of my small grumpy heart uh, said to everybody okay stop competition you need to go to check a beach because you have no opportunity and we go there and of course uh, 
me as European, I take bikini. I didn't know that uh, Chinese girls don't wear bikini. They wear much more. They cover what is possible. And uh, I was quite of sen sen uh, sensation there. Uh, they wanted to do me pictures because I, I, I had red hair, tattoo on my back. <laughs> and in one point we were laughing that uh, they should put a coin and we will have for a beer because it was so, <laughs> so funny. And after being in beach, I said, okay, I'm in a bikini. My uh, place of work is like, I don't know, 100 meters from here, I need to have picture in bikini with chainsaw in freezer. <laughs> and I done it, which I'm very happy. Now I have this picture. <laughs> it was freezing. All Chinese uh, workers were more than astonished <laughs> because it was strange view in minus 14. But uh, yeah, this is one of these crazy stories. <laughs> and this photo is in your favorites too, huh? Ah, yeah, but it's not in public. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to ask, but is in your favorites for sure. Makes good story. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, make me make me smile in one point. Yeah. Yes, different countries, different cultures, very much so there in China and in any you know, Asian countries like that, there is a lot more cover up. So yeah. at least and you didn't go full Francais on them. They would have maybe been some very surprised. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Germany, the uh, bins, for example, that's a nude beach. So we're going from Germany to, to China, but of course in bins. Did you go to bins or? Yes, yes. Why oh. you didn't send me that this nude beach? I would go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't, I don't know how it was when you were there, but uh, it was like snowy and freezing cold. Yeah. So it's, yeah. you know, that's the, this is an interesting story, Ken, if I can point this out real quick. They, these guys have got a, a great uh, a great concept. The people that are in charge of this, uh, they they have realized that they, they go to a tourist destination like Binz, which is an island um, in in Germany, obviously, and and uh, they they go in ahead of the season, of course, so the artists are done and everything is prepared by the time that the tourists get there. But the the trick here is, and this is the beauty of it. The weather there is horrible. It's a tourist destination, but people come there and it like, it rains half the time. So because of the sand exhibit, which is the tent, they advertise that and market it all over the place. And then it's like any tiny little beach town, there's nothing to do, you know? So during the day when it's raining, People are like, well, what the heck can we do? Oh, let's go check out this, this sand exhibit. And, and so I just thought that that was a genius approach. Figured I'd throw that out there. That is a genius approach. And I had left the ice carving and sand carving world for a couple years, really, as I was traveling very intensively as an executive chef all over the States here. And now that I'm back into it full time, that's one thing I hope to add the whole kit and caboodle is make it into Europe for some of the events like the ones you're speaking of just you've always spoken very highly of the you know I'll say the management although I don't like to use that when we're talking art but it's uh it's partners a, in crimes yeah hats off you know to them because they do do a fine job and to do a two-week event and like Dominica said and being invited back many times and having people who want to go back and do 
those jobs because they are it's difficult work at, at times throughout the day very much so and the days can be long but it's very enjoyable we'll see if we can make I, it i think this is the most um exquisite creme de la creme of my life when i'm going to these projects this is the the honest it's not like i have boring life or something but uh, in this time i have uh, two weeks with me with my chainsaw or shovel with all the amazing people around to learn to explore because there is always something to learn and always something to explore and they are just simply my friends I don't need to think about nothing else. Uh, they provide everything in, in so much way, even entertainment, <laughs> really. <laughs> this is wonderful. You work with some great people and some very, very great artists around uh, the world, I'm sure, have come in, you know, just as Jess has, have come into your hands, so to speak. If I was to ask someone other than Sam, you mentioned having Sam on the podcast, which we'll look at doing that at some point. If there's someone else at some point you think would be a great option for the podcast, make sure to send me those names or send just those names because oh, you will get released. <laughs> this is good news, and we like to you know uh, we're going to have Heather Bryce on here. I talked to her yeah. earlier this week, and we're just going to get her fit in, and then once she's on, that'll be a uh, you know our second second lady that joins us at this event. So. We're going to look for a few more and we want to get some international, you know, uh, participation, even if we have a language barrier. Someone like yeah, the, this is the thing. Yeah, the, the, In one point, you understand what somebody is saying, but only when you see this person and he showed the finger like hands or some movement and watch, look, <laughs> and then true. you can explain something. But well, before, maybe at some point. I will write a podcast, and if we have someone uh, who is speaking in uh, Polish descent or French descent, if you can be on to translate with us, we will definitely have you on a second Easily. time. Because, Easily. Uh, but as far as I know, all the carvers, which I know, speak very nice English, so you will have no problem. Very good. That helps a lot. Mm. And we would like to do some international stuff, and that's probably the easiest way to do it. But it's along the line somewhere, we'll have to do a translation and we'll do a, a very, very structured Zoom meeting with that and use someone to translate. Like if we had Janichi come on, we're going to need a right. translator, but you know, so. Yeah, we know somebody who can translate, <laughs> right, Jess? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been a great podcast and I want to give you an opportunity uh, to tell another story, uh, you know, give a shout out to carvers or friends, you know, ask a carver in the world, uh, you know, to say, give me a call. So maybe we can work on a project together sometime. And, uh, you know, you have your own uh, business going there and you have your, as we talked, your love of the art. And uh, before we close out the podcast tonight, and I'll give Jess the same ado here, uh, if you want to take the floor and say any one thing, uh, please do. And I really appreciate you being on the podcast and I look forward to having you on, on a future podcast and appreciate yeah. your guidance with more. I would be very happy to be here again. 
Thank you very much, so. But if you're yours, if you would like to tell any more stories or take up uh, the option of saying anything to one person throughout the globe. I have one message maybe for all carvers, sculptors, and any kind of artists or people which are just being designers or they don't want to be put in the box. Just one message. Don't stop. People are needing us more than ever. They are just stuck in their homes and uh, with all crazy thoughts in their mind. And we just need to do what we done before. Just share happiness, beauty, or just artists for moving people uh, which are calm or calming people which are moved. And, and we need to just do it. That was that beautiful. Sounds, it is beautiful, and it sounds a lot like a phone call that Jess and I had maybe two months ago to discuss this podcast. We oh, came up with the idea of the podcast maybe two years ago, and when Jess called, he said, you know, the time is now, Ken, because people need to hear from us. They need to hear from other people, and they need to hear a positive message, and yeah. that's, that was very well put, and I say thank you. Mr. Parrish, do you have anything to say there, Mr.? Uh, I have just enjoyed this so much, Dominica. Thank you so much, and nice I, I miss I miss that that synergy and that that uh, relationships that that we have as a group and in Germany. And I'm sure that they're going to want us back. This is just a pause, like you said. And now more more than ever, you know, I just want to touch on real quick what you said. A line that I wrote down, and that is the the best cure for anxiety which I think a lot of us are experiencing probably is thinking of others. And all of us are essentially, all of us are essentially going through the same thing, young and old, Eastern and Western, Republican and Democrat. And in this really divided world, in a curious way, maybe this crisis has reminded us of how much we share. And, um, you know, I, I just can't wait to get back after it together. But right now, like you said, we're in quarantine. We got to push it from our homes. And we need to, to keep um, in, in enriching the world. Thank you so much, guys. Yes. Jess thank you Paris. to Jess also. And thank you to Ken. It's a wonderful time to spend here. It's almost like an in a project without shovel or chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That is definitely Jess and I's goal is to look at the things that we do, which a lot of people would say is work. We see it as love. It's a, you know, we go to work and do things that most people don't get to do. And uh, one question I had for you that we don't have to really dwell on because I think we covered it just organically. But if, if someone was standing there and they had option to go to college or chase their dreams, would you tell them to chase their dreams or just scurry off to college? I would ask him how many person finish college and how many person catch his dream. And you, did you catch your dream? Definitely. I'm catching it and holding it in my arms and this dream is getting only bigger. <laughs> Wonderful stories. I appreciate your passion. And I want to thank you uh, in a final 
for being on this podcast, the iSchool podcast with Jess and I, and we'll look forward to having you again. And at this moment, I will say thank you and good night. Good night. Have a nice evening. Good night. Today's podcast with Jess and I and Dominica, we ended up talking for maybe 30 minutes after the podcast ended. There was a few spots we thought could come on the podcast, so we're including this as little podcast after hours, so to speak, making this almost a full hour. So enjoy. Thank you for listening. Competition, I see that there is two kinds of people, people who came there to win just to win, uh, maybe not for money, maybe for not the first prize, but for uh, feeling that they, the, the, the proving that they are good uh, on things that they do, that they believe in this work, but they need approval. And there is a second part with they are coming uh, to, to, to all parties and they are parties, <laughs> sorry, competitions. And uh, they just want to enjoy uh, all the moments do what they really want to do, not commercial jobs, not another bottle of Coca-Cola, not another bottle of champagne or, uh, I don't know, unicorns and swans. They just want to do what they have in their, stuck in their mind. And then really beautiful things can get created out. That's when the beautiful ice sculptures, the beautiful snow sculptures, beautiful art, when it's free, it's free. And what you yeah. get out of that is independent beauty, you know, from that artist. Independent we were, beauty. What not, how, how nice it sounds, independent beauty. Everything is corporation, like you said. And when you look at art from your own form, it's your own independence. Because everything right now, so much of things is tried to be captured in, a, say, a cage, so to speak. We had Carver Greg Batowski on a few weeks ago, and... He spoke of the corporate scene a little bit, but and we talked off phone, but it takes up a lot of the ice carving in America. Monday through Friday, the ice carving is a lot of corporate ice carving. And I think Jess could attest to that. Between logos and the need for things for, you know, champagne or liquor, it's, it's a lot of sales. And it's great. You have a competition like Poznan where you can go in and execute the piece, or we talked Alaska last week and to be able to go there and execute those pieces is really a great opportunity yeah it's completely different yeah well but it's important for people to know difference between competitions between projects between uh ice shows animations because we don't have any language for it and and in one point the the freedom get blurred because we cannot name what we exactly we are doing uh, okay, it's maybe out of the context, but um, but uh, I, I noticed that sometimes people are treating competitions as projects, projects as the different kind of way events and or, or ice shows or something, and uh, nobody knows who is really doing who. So what sometimes? Hey Sam. What up, Sam? Uh, he's not here yet. He's downstairs. Yeah. Hot Sam. Hot Sam. Really quick. He's, he's coming. One moment.
we have like the two floors and from opening door down to going up, it's <laughs> quite rough. Hey. Hey. Hi. Hello. Hey, Sam, it's Jess, man. What's up? Hey, how are you? I'm doing hey. good, bro. How are you? Good, you? Hi, Ken. Yes, Ken is here too. Nice to hear from you, Sam. Thanks for saying hello. We recorded a uh, a wonderful podcast with Dominica, and we okay. will ask you to do one here in the future with us. Okay. Yeah. Would you will you do one with us, Sam, here in the future? Yeah. Sure. Why, Why not? not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, Why man. Not? Okay. Yeah, I miss you, bro. Missed you this year in Poznan and uh, yeah, kinda... Poznan. Uh, yeah, in December it's a bit difficult for for me, but uh, it depends. Now we have time for now. Corona <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. changed everything, yeah. Yeah, we start from zero and work our way back. But uh, hopefully, Dominique gave you that uh, 15 euros for that handsaw. Did you give it, Dominica? But finish oh. on, until September. Is that finished? Yeah, in, yeah. yeah, it's crazy, but uh, for now, we don't have choice for, for nothing. For nothing, yeah. Like, every, everything is cancelled to September in France. Till September, wow. uh, for sure, and after we will see. All the way till September? Yeah. Oh, man. But you know, the, the Paris is even city, and uh, people are here kissing each other for good morning, so it will be more difficult, I think, here. But we will see. Uh, we, we, we never know. See. I think it's a great opportunity for vacation. <laughs> can I cut this part? I'm gonna. Can I cut that part into our podcast because we didn't talk about that, and that would be good information uh, about the Corona thing. Yeah, I think about the quarantine. Yeah, about the Corona. Can I? I'll cut that little piece and put in there. Yeah, I, I think it 